Greetings and welcome to Living at Your Finest podcast, a podcast devoted to helping women to live at their finest health and personal development in the midst of the continuous demands of life. I'm your host, Dr. Babalola, aka Dr. Babs. I'm a board certified family physician and the founder of Living at Your Finest. Have you struggled with your health and personal development? Thought that you might have finally figured it out only for it to come tumbling over? Or maybe you're just that person that wants to learn how to consistently live at your finest health and personal development. Well, this podcast is just for you. We can triumph together on this journey of health and personal development as my guests and I share valuable information from our personal experiences and professional background using an exciting framework, fun, fundamental, and faith-based. So I hope you're ready for some candid dialogue. Welcome, living at your finest champions. You made it, you made it back. Thanks for stopping by for another thought-provoking episode. I'm Dr. Baz, your host at Living at Your Finest podcast. Weight loss principles, myths versus reality is our topic for the day. Our freedom call is now, so don't move that dial (laughs) as we're going to dissect into the myths so that we can live better and live at our finest health on a daily basis. I'm sure a lot of you are as confused as I've been in years past. There's just endless weight loss myths posing as truth. You don't know which one to believe. Once you believe in something, then you have to unlearn it because there's some research saying that, oh, it's no longer valid. So it's time now to put all this myth into the garbage and free ourselves. So this reminds me of the song that says, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. This is exactly how I felt when I started digging into what was just going on with my health. Why I was on a roller coaster? Why couldn't I just figure it out? But before we get to that, I love to feature living at your finest champion for the week. And this is where in the podcast I share about other women that are just living at their finest health and personal development so that we can all stay encouraged together. If this is something you're interested in, please reach out to me, send me an email at drbabs at livingatyourfinest.com. And today I want to thank Evelyn for sharing your health win. Hi, everyone. My name is Evelyn Darius. I'm a board certified family physician practicing virtually out of Atlanta. I see patients from coast to coast. I'm a mom of three, a wife, and wear so many hats. I've embraced the rapidly evolving world of telemedicine, and I enjoy the flexibility this affords me, especially now that we've become a homeschooling family like many others due to the COVID-19 pandemic. My biggest personal development win this season has been embracing imperfection and learning to be gracious to myself. A wise friend once advised me, to treat myself the way I would treat my patients. So I'm learning every day to be gentler and kinder to myself. As a self-proclaimed perfectionist, wearing many hats that are competing for my undivided attention, this is crucial to my mental health and overall state of well-being. Learning to accept that I can't give 100% of myself to every facet of my life at the same time has released me from unnecessary guilt. While I'm still growing in this regard, I celebrate the little wins 
and rely on God's grace and guidance every day. Myth number one, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Oh my, I heard this over and over and over and it kept me in bondage for so long. Now, there is some truth to it, but with a little caveat, for growing children, yes, they need to have their breakfast. They need the, the, the energy, you know, because they need the minerals and the vitamins to make them grow strong, strong bones, very important. Children, yes, don't skip your breakfast. Adults, on the other hand, if we've grown and we've developed to a certain stage, I think it's more important that we make smart food choices all throughout the day versus just focusing on breakfast. You know, I'm sure that you've all heard where they say breakfast, eat like a king, and then lunch, eat like a prince, and dinner as like a pauper. On my discovery to living at my finest health, I found out that the reason to this myth all came about from a clinical study showing a correlation between people who ate breakfast and the people who had health, better health markers and a slight lower body weight. Keyword is correlation and not causation. Interestingly enough, these same people that ate breakfast, because it correlated with a lower body weight, they found out that they yeah, they had healthy habits. They didn't snack as much. They exercised. So which one came first? Is it just correlation or is it the cost of it? Well, while I struggled with this concept for years, I actually discovered intermittent fasting, which it has proven science concept that has helped me, that has given me freedom you know, and there's no one size fit all. You have to discover for yourself if you're skipping breakfast, but then you're overeating or snacking through the day, that's not going to help you either, right? So you need to figure out what works best for you to thyself be true. Myth number two, eat less calories, exercise more. Now, first and foremost, 80% of our weight loss, I say this over and over as I learned the hard way, that 80% of weight loss is eating nutritious food in the right amount and not food deprivation. Because when you deprive yourself of food or you eat less, you're getting less nutrients, which is necessary for proper function of our bodies as well as our hormones. In the absence of that, we have hormonal imbalance. Now, exercise, we need to understand the principle behind exercise. When I say exercise, I mean fitness. You, we cannot outrun our fork, that's true. But at the same time, exercise is supposed to keep you fit. It's supposed to be a mood stabilizer and, an ex, and it's supposed to prevent diseases. So it really augments our nutrition. So we do need to eat the right amount of food. We're not supposed to deprive ourselves and say, you know, if I eat less and I exercise more, then I am healthier or I'm going to lose weight. Now, initially you might, but guess what happens? When you eat less, no energy, no nutrients, you're putting your body in a state of stress. And when you exercise more, you put your body too in a state of stress. So it's just going to be a roller coaster of disaster. 
So we do need to know where our freedom lies when it concerns this myth. Myth number three, frequent meals and snacking is healthy. Boy, oh boy, this also held me captive for many years. To the extent that I, I taught my patients this, anytime I had a group diabetes class, I said, keep your metabolism running. You gotta eat two to three hours frequent meals. Make sure you have a snack, make sure you eat regularly. And the whole concept comes from the idea that we wanna keep the metabolism running. Of course, as we get older in our thirties, and, and above, our metabolism slows down almost eight to 10%. So the theory is that when you're eating constantly, you're wrapping up your metabolism. Now, on the contrary to that, the flip side is that when you do that, you're constantly stimulating insulin. Insulin is a hormone that is released by the pancreas in awareness of sugar. So if there's sugar, carbohydrate converted to sugar, insulin is stimulated and it circulates in the bloodstream. Now, the whole idea is that, yes, it does come, but it gets rid of that sugar into, into the cells that need it as form of energy. But if you're constantly eating, you're constantly stimulating insulin, which stays in the bloodstream long enough to cause some havoc, which is the, as insulin is known to be, a fat storing hormone. When you have excess um, insulin, you're gonna have excess storage of fat. So we definitely can't constantly be eating. We're doing our body some injustice. And the same principle applies with snacking, which unfortunately, when we snack, at least when I was snacking, it was processed snacks. You know, it was snacks made in the factory. You know, so constantly eating the wrong things, eating all the time really didn't help my body. Not only did it slow down my metabolism because of the kind of food choices, it damaged my natural appetite regulation system. So I never knew when I was hungry because I was constantly eating. Even more so, imagine obsessing about food constantly with the principle of frequently eating. And, and who has time for that? We're all so busy. So we need to free ourselves of this bondage. And I'm so happy that I, I was able to free myself. The freedom lies when we reduce snacking and we have scheduled mealful meals consisting of healthy, nutritious meals and snacks. Definitely very powerful. Number four, all calories are equal. Yep, all calories are equal. Now, let me tell you what a calorie, what it really means. Simply put, it's just a measurement of energy. So as much as all the calories have the same energy, it does not mean that all the calorie sources have the same effect on our weight. It's different. So listen up to this freedom call. Did you know that different foods go through different metabolic pathways and have vastly different effects on hunger as well as hormones that regulate our body weight? Yeah, let me explain this a little further. A protein calorie, such as a piece of chicken, depending on how you cook it, right? If you don't fry it, you just bake, maybe about 130, 140 calories, right? Protein again. Even though it has the same calorie as a slice of bread, which is usually between 80 and 100 calories, depending on if you get white bread or if it has more fiber, the protein tends to boost your metabolism and reduces your appetite and craving because you're fuller. 
right? Compared to the carbohydrate, which converts to sugar and stimulates the insulin, which after a while you could get hungry again. So understanding that the calories are different. If you have a calorie from a whole food, which is fruits. So I always say, you know, I, I just got my freedom when I just realized that there was a difference between eating a donut. And I'm not saying don't eat a donut, but just don't eat it all the time. A fruit is better because the sugar that comes from a fruit is a natural sauce. You know, it's a natural sugar component compared to sugar that comes from bakery stuff, from refined foods. The calories are totally, even if you say it's the same. So let's say a fruit, an average fruit would be 50 calories or maybe a banana, 100. So a banana is 100. It has lots of nutrients, minerals, or versus um, a donut. Donuts are usually 300 or more. But you see the difference. And not all calories are equal and they all have different effects on our body. So it behooves us to be empowered and know exactly what the different calories we're taking in, um, how it affects our body. Myth number five, fat makes you fat. I'm sure you've heard this before. Now, not all food choices are the same, not at all. We have good fat, we have bad fat. The good fat is relevant for our well-being because it aids with minerals and vitamins absorption and most importantly, energy production, which is what we need. So healthy fats can be found in olive oils, avocado, coconut oils, because you don't have those clogging, saturated fat. Those are the bad ones. Those are the ones you need to stay away from, not the good fat, because the good fat doesn't spike our insulin like carbohydrate does. And the best part of the good fat, it keeps us fuller. If I'm making a smoothie or I'm dressing up my salad, I put a teaspoon of avocado oil, I actually feel fuller. I feel full because it's really, you know, keeping me, my metabolism going, it gives me the energy source that I need. So understanding this concept of separating good and bad fat creates freedom. And definitely when you're free, you're able to lose weight naturally. You feel your finest health. Yes, it's very important. Now, the last myth. Now, this is an emotional one for me because I must tell you, I was tough on myself with this one. I was even so judgmental to my patients, to my family members. And what is this one? Overeating is about willpower, not biology. What do I mean by this? Well, how is how can you tell me it's not possible for me to control my eating habits, right? I can control my mind, I control my appetite. But little did I know how complex overeating is and how multifaceted obesity is, especially in the midst of the body with all the contributing hormones and the biological pathways that's supposed to regulate our body weight. So there's this dysfunctional state that occurs when we overeat and in the presence of obesity just makes it harder to lose weight and keep it off. You know, so being judgmental, being hard on ourselves, we need to understand what's going on. Let me explain it a little further. There's some, an example of significant hormone that, affect, that is affected in this process is leptin. Leptin is a hormone that tells us that we're full. It's a satiety hormone. So it's supposed to signal our brain, okay, stop eating now, you're full. 
But when your brain has been rewired, and I believe it was my first, my second episode where I talked about overeating not being our fault, it dives in a little bit further about how our brain has been rewired because we, you know, overeating and we're addicted to certain foods. So take a listen to that if, if you want to get some background information. But then the lip, presence of leptin, there's resistance. So you're like, how is it possible you know you shouldn't be eating that, but yet you're eating it? It's because your brain constantly tells you you're hungry. You have leptin resistance, so it's not working. It's not doing the job it's supposed to do by saying, all right, girl, all right, boy, stop eating. You're done. You're full. You're constantly eating. So needless to say, relying on willpower is a hopeless course. Instead, we need to discover the proven strategies, right? The proven strategies of mindset shift. We have to develop skill power, not willpower. We have to have a better understanding of how our body functions and how it relates to food. So yeah, a lot to unpack today, right? I, I hope that I've been able to deflate a few of the weight loss myths out there so that we can be free from this nutrition confusion. Please share your takeaway. I want to know how this has impacted you, if you learned anything at all. And also, please share this episode with others who you know that might that could benefit from hearing this so that we are informed, we are transformed, and we triumph together as women living at our finest. I want to thank you all for your heartfelt reviews. I have read them. I am encouraged by them. Not only is it encouraging me, but it's allowing the podcast show to stay on air. So thank you. I appreciate you all. I hope you will return for my next episode where I dive into the way forward. And the way forward is intuitive living. And I'm going to tell you more about that. We've heard that diet is a bandage with a temporary fix. And we've heard today that weight loss principles, myths versus reality, all of them are myths. That's not the way to go. So we're going to have to unlearn a number of things. Well, until then, I hope you do take care and God bless. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Living at Your Finest podcast. My hope is that you've been empowered to take actionable steps to living at your finest health and personal development. For more in-depth content on best practices to ensure that you're living at your finest health and personal development, come on over and follow me on Facebook and YouTube. Living at Your Finest with Dr. Babs. In order not to miss an episode, I highly recommend as well for you to subscribe to my podcast and either my website, livingatyourfinest.com, or the various podcast outlets. And please, while you're at it, don't forget to leave a comment on the impact the episode has made on you. And of course, share with a friend or two. Till we meet again on the next episode, let's remain triumphant together. Because we need it. We deserve it, and most certainly, you and I can achieve to live at our finest health and personal development. God bless.